back with a regular show. Uh, welcome to the Phil Swallow podcast. It is Wednesday, the 23rd of March, 2022. This is episode 109 entitled GoPro Failure. It's going to be mostly about creative stuff this week, technical stuff to a degree. So I apologise or I celebrate in advance uh, as to what that's all about. Firstly, I think I'm going down with a bit of a cold. Now, when you get symptoms like this and you read up what the current variant of COVID-19 is, it doesn't make you think, well, it could be that. I, I don't feel fluey. I just feel coldy. It came on at lunchtime today. We um, Let's start with that because I don't always go in the order that I've actually written things down. We went to the cinema to see Phantom of the Open with Mark Rylance, story of Maurice Flickcroft, who, true story, uh, in the 70s tried many times under different guises to qualify for the Open Championship. Great film. Mark Rylance is so good. The casting was excellent. Beautiful story. Well told. Simon Farnaby did the screenplay for it, and uh, he did a tremendous job. I don't know if he's done much other work. He's a comic actor and obviously a writer, I think. <laughs> But he's, uh, he was in Ghosts, a BBC series, which has recently been uh, Americanized apparently. And we went for a meal afterwards at Cucina in Oxted, which is our regular when we do these morning film showings. And by the way, we were the only, the only people in the cinema, just the three of us. And we had lunch, and it was during that lunch, I thought, oh, my right hand nostril is bunging up. And um, then I just felt a bit groggy, really, a bit tired. Got up early this morning, but... So I've had a couple of paracetamol and some fluids and we'll see what happens. But if if I start to feel groggy, then I'll do a, do a test. I mean, I might do one anyway, but... Pff. So that's why apologies if it's a slight nasal tone to things. Um, I, did, I um, Sorry about that. So yes, great week of filming and editing. I'm working on the rug, rugby club film. It's... Uh, it's in a good advanced stage at the moment. I'm waiting for some bits to finesse it, I guess. Doing a little bit more shooting on Friday afternoon. And then I'm shooting some action from a game on Saturday afternoon. After that, subject to my contact there, providing me with some kind of facts and figures, fairly easy stuff, I think, which I can then bring into the video. I think that would be good to go. Um, needs to be done by the... Excuse me, it needs to be done by the 2nd of April and I'm on target, so that's good. And I'm actually now thinking of other ones that I'm going to do alongside it. Well, things that have been in plan, but I'm going to actually get them running. And I had an idea for a really short one today, which is almost to be a bit of a but, oh apologies, bit of a local mystery, certainly to me and my head. So I'm going to put it out there. Um, so, yes, really good, really pleased with it, actually. And uh, Apple released new hardware recently, and I'm watching now with interest because people have now got this new hardware in their hands, the Mac Studio, and they're able then to do not just these benchmark tests, but real-world reviews, and that's what I'm interested in. <clears throat> I think I'm probably going to be going for the lower spec one, but time is right, I need to be... I need to be delivering a new machine soon, or not delivering, but acquiring. <clears throat> um, these things are our mainstay. And in many ways, this links to where I'm coming from with the title of the show this week, uh, my GoPro failure, because the reason 
we get good stuff to do our work on and create our content on is not just because we want to have the best or whatever, but you need pro quotes uh, because it needs to support you. It needs to be reliable. You need to know that it won't let you down. And I'm afraid my GoPro let me down this week. So I went out to do a fairly short sequence yesterday morning and I filmed for, well, I can tell you because it locked up on me after about eight minutes, 14 seconds or something on the little screen. Um, and I was happy that it was recording during that. The red thing was on to say it's recording and I was doing front, you know, facing camera and camera facing subject recorded that footage uh, and then when I went to switch it off to then kind of reposition and go and do some other bits and then do a final bit um, it just kind of flickered and just wouldn't do anything uh, now I had this once before I use a housing so that I can power my mic there's no other way around it with a GoPro <coughs> my wireless microphone so I took the housing off and before when I've had these lockups only sort of once or twice but it's still been a pain I've taken the battery out and put the battery in and that's been enough that's kind of reset it I tried that twice and each time the clip that I wanted the eight minute one said unable to view uh, and unfortunately when I got home it said the same thing and, and I because it was a sort of bonus and I supplemented it with some photographs and some other footage on my phone you know it wasn't essential what I wanted to do is make make sure that I've got more than enough and then I can edit from that or use it or bring it in if I need to. Um, so it wasn't essential for me to reshoot it again. And to be honest, I almost in that immediate moment, I thought, no, I, I, I can't have this. I can't, this is not supporting me. It's not reliable. Now, if you use a GoPro just on its usual mount without extras, even though this is a GoPro product that's the extra, the housing, the mic housing, they're normally great. I mean, they're action cameras. They Put them on yourself, put them on mountain bikes, go skiing with them, mount them on objects, all sorts of things, skateboards, you name it. And they do a job, uh, underwater, whatever. Um, but unfortunately, this was just a, a step too far. And I won't even say that I squeezed this to get more than it should provide out of it. Um, sorry, a slight sniff. Um, but I just, I get it for what I need to get it for. And I just thought, no. I, I'm, this is just too much. It's also a faff. If I need to change the battery or the card, I have to literally take a screwdriver to unscrew it off its mount, take the housing off, take it out, put it back. I mean, it's just rubbish, basically. So what to do? And I thought, well, I could go more camera-y. So go from the action cam, which is a GoPro small four footprint, to something a bit bigger. I mean, that would be doubling the price of what I pay for the GoPro. And then I did some more reviews and I thought, well, what about the DJI Pocket 2? And this is basically a very small camera on a handheld gimbal. So you've got the, the kind of stabilization that you would need. Very capable in terms of its spec. Um, the only slight downside is the battery life's about, they say 140 minutes of HD. Well, I shoot 4K, so it's gonna be less than that. Uh, and you can't, you know, you can't carry a spare battery. The battery is an integral part of the housing of the device. But you can charge charge it with one of these slightly higher powered um, bricks that you can bring to charge your phone sometimes. Uh, they call them a power pack or a power brick or a, you know, separate freestanding charger. I don't know. So 
I've got a few of these things. A couple of them are very high capacity. I mean, they weigh a bit if you're in your bag, but it's not the end of the world. First world problem. And I mean, part of it is making sure that you're a bit more disciplined with your footage. But, you know, if I was doing a, a kind of town walkabout, I could easily do it so that I go along, do some footage, have a coffee, plug in the charger, and I'm going to get another hour maybe out of it from from half an hour's charger or whatever. I'm just guessing the, the math here. So I went home, I looked this up. They do, like DJI do, do with the drone, they do a, a creator combo, which is where you get the actual device. For an extra price, you get a load of extras. And these are really extras that you possibly, probably would buy anyway. Um, one of the guys on YouTube said that if you bought the separate components that come with a creator combo separately, you'd be paying about 120 odd dollars more. Um, so I went with the creator combo. I just thought, I just want to do this once. I mean, it uses the same cards that I've got. As I say, I've already got the power bricks. So most of it I had. I did order some ND filters today from Guy, and I got a good deal on those. They're actually reduced and I had some bonus points and stuff anyway. So that'd be um, with me in a couple of days time. And, um, and then I'll do probably a local one. I was talking earlier on about a short kind of mystery video. And I think I'll do that to test this out. Although I'm fairly happy that you know, I played around with it at home. I'm fairly happy that I know how it works. Um, but this is going to be my new device. And actually, in terms of the footprint of it, the reduced number of components that I need to record, I think it's going to be better. One of the great things this comes with is a wireless microphone attachment. Um, the transmitter side of the microphone is within the handle of the device, so the thing you're holding to actually shoot and point the camera. The receiver is a little kind of mini box thing about the size of a I don't know less than the size of a matchbox a little slimmer and with a windshield and all that sort of stuff but you can plug in a lav mic to it so it's similar to what I had with my Rode Wireless Go 2 you can actually use what Rode Wireless Go 2 with it so there's all sorts of options and I like that I like to have options for what I want to do to create so yeah so um, goodbye GoPro from this type of recording now I'm probably going to still use the GoPro occasionally um, when I do the shoot on Saturday, the action shoot, I might do it so that I'm doing, I might even just sort of attach it to the top of the camera I'm going to be using and get kind of two views, almost multicam. So it'll be the same one, but I'll have two different uh, fields of view to choose from. I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll see what I decide near the day. Um, so yeah, that was that was one of those pretty frustrating episodes yesterday. But what was really incredible actually was the the how quickly you can acquire things so we have the concept of click and collect and i expected that because i every everywhere literally has exactly the same price of this thing uh and i went with argos because it had the option to click and collect same day i think curries may have done as well but that was not part of the town of town that i was due to go to yesterday so i went with argos thinking i'm probably gonna have to go to their biggest store in wallingham sainsbury's not that far away from me but what they do is they had the way their logistics are set up they had the ability to deliver it to a local Sainsbury's near me so I don't know where it came from originally I'm guessing Bromley or Beckenham Argos store if such a thing exists anyway not my problem to know how they did it the fact was I was impressed that they did do it so it went to a local store over in Elmer's End just parked nearby went over there bought a bit of salad picked up my device 
And I mean, this thing in its box is tiny. When you consider it's the extra, you know, creator combo with all the bells and whistles, well, things of necessity. Um, it was, you know, quite impressive actually that it was all there and done and dusted. So I'd, I'd been out in the morning, I'd had the recording failure, I got back, I made a cup of coffee, I did the research, I placed the order, and then I think it was at three something, maybe 3.30, no, early in that, 2.45, 3 o'clock, message saying it's ready for my collection, and I collected it about, collected it about 4, 4 p.m., something like that. So, brilliant, great service. Uh, I, I, you know, if you, if you get the option that you need something from Argos, you may well find that you'll get a local Sainsbury's option to pick it up. You know, we live on the outskirts of London. Vehicles are moving around between different stores and connected stores all the time, so it may not work for you if you live maybe in a more rural, rural location. But um, that was very, very impressive. Other great things that happened this week, uh, my team had a brilliant 4-0 win at the weekend, Crystal Palace. So we're in the semi-final of the FA Cup on Easter weekend at Wembley Stadium. Great to have a day out in Wembley once again. No ticket details yet, and Sue should be coming along all being well. And the sun is shining. I mean, we've had wonderful spring weather. We often get it around about this time. I seem to remember two years ago when lockdown first started, it kind of started with some really great weather. Sort of fresh in the mornings overnight, but warms up to be very acceptable during the day. I think it's sort of hovered around 19, 20 degrees today. When we looked at the weather forecast for next week, it's going to be half of that. So Tuesday, Wednesday next week, it's going to be 10 degrees uh, centigrade. So hey-ho, make it, enjoy it while it lasts is the, is the term, isn't it? So I've been still getting out in the garden and doing lots of tidying and that's been good fun. So uh, done about my usual duration for this show. Thank you very much for listening. It is thoroughly appreciated. Thanks for coming with me on my journey. And um, oh, actually, no. Pause before I go. Check in on Facebook, and I connected with a number of Facebook sites. And there was a journalist from My London News or My London News, and he put a picture up of one of the local areas and said, "Oh, I'm looking to do some, you know, finding out about local local neighbourhoods." So I messaged him and posted on his Facebook post, and he's been back to me and saying, "Oh, you know, if we, if we, I'll take a look. If we use anything, I'll credit you." Then he came back to me and said. Could we embed some of your some of your content, some of your videos? Uh, yes, yes, please, Mister Man, Mark, um, because that's good. Uh, you know, the, I allow embedding in websites. I almost don't care where the traffic comes from. You, know, you can pretty much pick it up through analytics. Um, but yes, so it, hopefully that might be some engagement. It paid to me to be connected, and maybe something will come of it. I'm all for local stuff, as you know, those of you who follow my videos on YouTube. So, um, yeah, marvellous news. Great. So I'm going to uh, crack on now with my day and my evening, which will be consisting of not doing a lot, but waiting for the Sainsbury's grocery delivery within the hour. And uh, please take care of yourselves. And I'll speak to you next week. 